Welcome to another episode of Mutual Growth, a podcast by Penn Community Bank. I'm your host, Aaron Clark. After the show is over, be sure to check out the show notes and links to resources at pencommunitybank.com slash podcast. All right, Ellen and Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, nice Aaron. We're excited to have you on another another two for one episode. Um, always have been fun in the past. I'm excited to talk to both of you about our commercial banking, commercial lending capabilities. Um, but before we dive into the good stuff, let's begin with uh, with introductions. And Ellen, since you're on my screen, we'll begin with you. Can you just kind of give us a background on yourself and how you came to be at Penn Community Bank and uh, what it's like being a our commercial yeah. banking team? Um, yeah, I'm Ellen Dodell, and um, I'm a relationship manager um, at Penn Community Bank for Commercial Lending. I've been with the bank for a little over 12 years, and I have uh, 35 plus years uh, banking experience in commercial lending um, at large institutions as well as Penn Community. Um, I made the decision to come to a smaller bank. Um, it was just a nice opportunity and I felt I could gain additional experience that you just don't get at a larger institution. Awesome. Nicole. Great. Well, thanks again, Aaron, for, for having us today. Um, I like Ellen and also a relationship manager in our commercial banking group. Uh, I have over 20 years of experience. Banking was my first job out of college and I never left. I've been with the bank. I'm coming up on my seven year anniversary. It's been a great ride so far, having so much fun. It's, it's really just a, a great place to work. So I, um, as well as banking, I have two very active children and I am very much involved in the community. Um, I'm involved in youth sports. I'm a co-commissioner for one of our um, township uh, local youth sports lacrosse programs. Um, coach my daughter in lacrosse, love watching her play and also golf with my son a lot. So very happy to be here. Busy, busy. Well, you know, you both mentioned before we begin, you both mentioned uh, Ellen specifically, you know, your your time with the bank or specifically coming to Penn Community Bank and enjoying the kind of the culture and, and the opportunity that it provides. Um, just before you dive into kind of the capabilities, which I think listeners will find are comparable uh, to, you know, bigger institutions. What is it about a, a smaller bank or a Penn Community Bank um, that, that you enjoy working at from a culture or a teamwork standpoint? So, so I'll go, um, I'll, I'll answer this, Aaron. You know, one of the, the biggest uh, differences with working at Penn Community Bank is all of our decisions are made locally. Uh, we are primarily based in Bucks County. All of our employees, you know, live, work, and are immersed in the communities in which we operate from. And that's really the, the, the biggest difference between, you know, with doing business with the Penn Community Bank. You have access to local leadership, uh, we can be executives uh, in our company out to meet with local business owners to find out what's going on. So that's really the, the, the biggest difference. It's local, local decision making. The people that are making the decisions as to whether or not to extend credit to a business live and work in the community. So they have a very good pulse and a very good handle on the, the, the local economy. And, and I would just add that um, we have um, a really good team both credit and on the lending side, um, we collaborate well. 
and there's there's a lot of teamwork. Um, there's you know discussion, support with you know loan structure, whatever it may be. Um, but it's very collaborative and um, supportive uh, type culture. Awesome. That's yeah, a great, you mentioned great point. You, you mentioned credit, and I know we're going to get there because that's you know more important now than ever. It seems for a, for a lot of businesses looking at, at funding options. Um, before we get there, for for the layperson, if there's someone listening in here um, who, who might not be familiar, can uh, Ellen, can you just kind of provide an overview of what a commercial bank or a commercial lender is, and kind of what the work you do with businesses and how you uh, help them meet their financial needs? Sure. Um, well, a commercial lender um, really has a multitude of responsibilities. Um, our primary goal really is to facilitate loans um, and other bank service products and services um, so that we understand your business um, and we give you help to give you the right tools from a lending perspective and a depository perspective um, to be able to operate efficiently. Um, you know, I see myself as a, a advisor to the business. Um, responsible to really understand what makes it work. Um, everything from their customer base to their um, how, how their margin uh, operating margins are to what how they generate a profit. Um, and we're, we're constantly assessing a customer's uh, credit worthiness so that um, we're following and monitoring that relationship as we go through time. Um, and when issues arise, you know, voicing that up to senior management at the bank to make sure that you know, everyone everyone understands what's happening. I can I can follow up to that as well. You know, Ellen is completely right. You know, it, it's a multitude of things that we do. No day is like the day before. Um, that's what makes this job really exciting and fun. You know, you could be dealing with two businesses in the same type of industry and they have completely different needs and do things completely different. So we are constantly figuring out solutions for our clients that fit their needs, um, which, which is really the fun part. And I think the other important thing to know about being a relationship manager is we take our client from the first step from determining like, hey, I have a need and I need a loan to do this all the way to closing, but then we manage that relationship within the bank. So we do not go away once a deal is closed. We remain their point of, point of contact for as long as they're dealing with Penn Community Bank. So that's when really the relationship starts. When the deal closes and we bring them into the bank, it's a huge part of our job, you know, maintaining, sustaining, our credit portfolio um, is another key piece of, of being a, a relationship manager. Yeah, so it, it seems interesting. You mentioned, Nicole, kind of working with, you know, two different businesses who might have totally different needs and kind of the puzzle pieces that need to fall in place there. Obviously, lending can cover anything for a business, right? It could go from uh, real estate to working capital, anything in between. Can you just kind of from a high level, give us you know an overview of some of those different loan options and, and when or what kind of businesses might be looking for what and how you kind of consider those uh, in that relationship process. There are there are three main products that I would say that we as relationship managers uh, deal with 
uh, primarily with our clients. And those are uh, working capital lines of credit. And these loans are um, for borrowers that are, you know, it allows a borrower to, borrower to, to borrow up to a certain amount. Um, they might not need all the money then, but when, but they have access to money when they need it. Um, it allows more flexibility. It allows a borrower to just play, pay interest only on the amount that is borrowed. Um, so working capital line of credit is something that we do very often in our, in our world. Um, we also do term loans. So term loans are great for businesses that are looking to, maybe they have debt that they want to refinance. If they have a piece of equipment, uh, a, a commercial term loan, you are given the money, a lump sum right up front at closing, um, and you're paying it back uh, a certain a certain amount every month uh, for a particular term. The other loan that we do a lot of and see a lot of in our world is commercial real estate. We finance owner-occupied commercial real estate, and this is for businesses that are looking to buy the building that they operate their business in. Uh, so those are sort of three common loans we're doing in our group. Obviously, there are other loan products out there, but working capital lines of credit, equipment or, or commercial term loans, primarily to finance equipment and owner-occupied uh, commercial real estate is what we see the most of here. Awesome. I, I think, Ellen, going back to your, your response to the, the previous question, when you talked about the value of that relationship process and really taking the time to go through um, a, a customer or a client's um, financial history, their credit worthiness. There's obviously a lot that goes into that, but what criteria do you typically consider when you're sitting down, you're across the table from a, a potential customer, when you're assessing their credit worthiness, or they're applying for one of the type of loan products that Nicole just described? Well, we collect um, a, a number of things from the, the customer. Um, regarding their financial condition. So we work with either their um, audited or reviewed or compiled statements, um, tax returns. We do look at the credit worthiness of the owners of the business as well. So we collect their tax returns and personal financial statement. Um, we also really talk to them about where, they're, where they see the company going, what their projected growth plans are. Um, and what it is they're going to need, you know, whether it be a line of credit um, or, or if they're acquiring another company or they're um, looking to buy out, you know, uh, uh, an owner of the company, other things we can also do with term loans. Um, so, um, yeah, we try to gather all of the financial information that we need and um, we have a way of analyzing that and determining um, if the cash flow is there, is is sufficient enough to support what they're looking to do. Aaron, I can also piggyback on this as well. You know, I think to summarize what Ellen said, there's there's really kind of five key components that we look at when we're looking to extend credit to a business. You know, the first is cash flow. You know, does this business have the ability? The second is character. You know, who is this? Who is this person? Who is this? Who are these owners? Um, you know, what what's their what's their background? What's their history like? 
Um, Ellen also said the credit worthiness of our, our borrowers. Credit, having good credit is key. I can't stress that enough. Uh, owning a business, you want to make sure that you are maintaining, you're constantly looking at your credit report and making sure that everything's accurate and up to date. Um, collateral is another thing that we look at uh, on all of our loans. Our loans, for the most part, part are secured by collateral. So what does what is the collateral that you're offering up for this particular loan? And the last is, you know, the conditions. You know, what are the economic conditions that could affect your business. This is something, especially given the world as it is today, that we really focus on. You know, we're fo is there is there changes in the market that could negatively or positively affect your business? Is there legislation that could be passed that could 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 do the same? So all of these, you know, we call it again the five C's of credit. You know, one is not more important than the other, but we look at all of them to make a decision as to whether or not we're going to extend credit to a to a business. Yeah, and I'd, I'd imagine as a as a local business owner or an operator, someone seeking this kind of lending that you're describing, it would be a, a net positive to have a institution where there is this relationship process being formed while you're going through those five C's. Because I can see that a maybe a larger institution or a little more of an impersonal process elsewhere where if one of those isn't, uh, you know, A1A, you're you're just kind of off the list. I'd imagine, you know, Ellen and Nicole, both of you probably have stories of working with customers to kind of either strengthen their position to get the financing they need, or or even um, working with our team internally to to make uh, those numbers work to really help grow local businesses. So I think that's we'll we'll, we'll touch on it a little later, but but certainly a, a net benefit since we've been talking about the value of relationships. Uh, I do want to step back, Nicole, with you, because we talked about lending products, and, and one of them that I know probably a number of listeners are familiar with um, from other institutions and certainly from the national level uh, are, are SBA loans or Small Business Administration loans, uh, obviously a popular choice for, for small businesses particularly. Can you touch on the bank's involvement with the SBA loan program, what the advantages are, who should be looking at them? Yeah, so the bank uh, at Penn Community Bank, we uh, pro you know process SBA loans for borrowers, and SBA loans are a great solution for businesses um, when businesses want to grow or to expand. Uh, the SBA is a product that we look to 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 help in these particular situations. Um, SBA loans allow borrowers to put down less cash than, than conventional loans. And it also um, enables the bank to offer, in some cases, longer terms than, they, than we would on the conventional side. So um, SBA is also a great solution. Uh, earlier, I had mentioned that collateral is uh, one of the things that we look at when uh, extending credit to a business. A business, in some cases, might not have enough collateral that's where we would use the SBA to get them the financing that they need. So the SBA is a, um, it is a process. We make sure, you know, we are holding our clients' hands from start to finish. There is a lot of, you know, paperwork that's involved. It's a government sponsored lending program. Uh, so, you know, the bank needs to make sure that we are gathering all the 
required information from, you know, that the government uh, requests of us. So we process SBA loans here. We do a lot of them. Uh, and it's a great solution for a business, um, you know, that is looking to, to, to do these things, grow, expand, you know, maybe they want to, like Ellen had said earlier, buy out a partner. Um, you know, they want to buy a piece of equipment that's going to double their revenue. Uh, so, so instances like that, we would, we would look to get a SBA guarantee loan to, to make that financing, uh, a reality to our clients. For listeners who, who have tuned in before when we have Dorothy Jaworski on um, to give her economic update, you know, we, we always kind of touch on well, where are we at in, in economic strength? Is it, is it a recession? Are we approaching a recession? Are we, are we leaving one? Um, so obviously economic conditions are on, on top of mind for, for everyone, both inside the, you know, the bank and outside. Um, but, but Ellen, for, for customers who are looking at the economic you know, picture, the lay of the land out there, um, they know that they have something that they want to do with their business, um, but obviously they can't control everything. Kind of how, how, does, how do economic conditions factor into your, your review of lending options or the opportunities to work with the customer? Um, you know, is, it, is that reviewing their ability to withstand something? Is it, is it just all a numbers game. Can you talk about what that looks like during the loan application process? Sure. You know, it's really important right up front to get a really thorough understanding of a company's um, overall operation, everything from their sales cycle, what products they offer, um, how, how they make money on those products, who their suppliers are, um, you know, what the makeup of their customer base is. Um, understanding their manufacturing operation and what goes into making a sale um, and how, you know basically how they generate a profit um, identifying the factors that really could influence their success if it's a niche business um, something small like a change in technology or um, you know change in uh, their suppliers could could drastically affect um, how they're able to do business in the future um, competitors, you know, another competitor coming in. So it's really important to really, uh, you know, focus on the big picture, but also understand the details and of, uh, you know, what their business is all about. Um, and I would add to that understanding how well capitalized they are, um, how much capital they have to support the business, you know, the strength of the balance sheet, um, obviously a stronger balance sheet they can withstand uh, an economic downturn um, or would be able to easy more easily a finance expansion if, if that you know things were going in that direction those are kind of some of the things just looking at the overall picture um, but understanding those details that go into uh, the finer details of their business operation got it and I, I think Nicole I think you had mentioned collateral also being a part of that kind of initial process and reviewing. Can you explain um, just at a high level what that is um, and how that kind of plays out or what you're looking for as you go through that loan application and the term process? Sure. So obviously for a, if we have a client that's buying 
real estate, um, that would be the, the collateral. We would uh, file a, a mortgage on that property um, and we will finance up to a certain amount and then require the borrower to put in the, the rest of the money or that's their equity uh, into, the, into the transaction. We have uh, a client that we're working with that is finance equipment. The, that equipment is the bank collateral. We file a lien um, against that specific piece of collateral. When it comes to borrowers that are seeking a working capital line of credit, um, so in this case, they don't have real estate. Well, maybe they do have real estate, but they might not have real estate. They might not have equipment that we can take. We look to other assets within the business. Uh, and these assets could be their accounts receivable. They could, it could be their inventory. So these are things that we take as collateral for a loan. So it's pretty much, you know, any asset within the business can be used as collateral, but they're mostly primarily real estate, equipment, accounts receivable, and inventory are the, really the four main collateral uh, pieces that we would take. Did I miss anything, Ellen? <laughs> No, not at all. I, I, you know, sometimes when there is not enough collateral to support, we do look to other possible outside sources, maybe additional real estate, you know, that an owner may have to, to be able to pledge. It just helps complete the picture. Yes. So, so obviously a lot goes into the process for those of our listeners who have not been through that process before their heads might be swimming and trying to trying to keep up with with kind of all of these pieces but what would you know for a first-time borrower is there a a single piece of that process or those things that are needed to begin it that are that is the most important or is there a piece of advice that you you give to someone seeking a, a first-time uh, commercial loan? we'll begin with uh, I, for, for businesses that don't know where to start, I would start with asking a trusted advisor, somebody that you know, maybe you have a good friend who owns a business and just ask them, hey, do you have someone at a bank, someone like me, someone like Ellen, that I could talk to? Um, this just happened to me yesterday. I have um, a, a person that I work with, referred a new client to me and they called me yesterday and said, I don't know where to start. Where do we start? They're looking at buying a building and we had a conversation and I explained to them, here's what you're going to have to do. Here's what you need to ask for. So it's really just talking, starting a conversation with a relationship manager like myself, like Ellen at a bank and get that referral from somebody that you know and trust. Um, your best friend might work with somebody at a bank. So just start the conversation, start having the conversation. We are going to take your call. Uh, we, one of our responsibilities uh, is business development. We are, you know, we have to bring business into the bank. So we will talk to, to anyone and everybody about this process and what they need to, what businesses need to do to, to, to move forward. I, I would add um, also take time to talk to a couple different banks and commercial lenders, um, get a feel for the culture of that bank and um, you know understand what the organization 
has and are they able to really help you with what you need or what you want, um, Penn Community is a great place to start. <laughs> so if you'd like to schedule an appointment with us, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Establishing trust is a never ending effort and one that you can never take for granted. Um, I've learned to really listen carefully to my customers and respond. You know, um, take action toward what they're asking and what their what their needs are. Um, and even if I can't deliver an answer right away or you know soon thereafter, keep them in the loop. Keep the communication open. So establishing trust is you know listening, responding, and open communication. Um, you know, just it's critical. Ellen, that's such a great point because it's so important in in most of the deals that we do, we are financing probably one of the single most important life events for these business owners. So it's important that you meet with someone, that you deal with someone that you're comfortable with, that you like. Um, that is so important uh, to, to to this whole process. You yeah. know, get a feel. That's totally right. Talk to a couple different banks. You might, you might get a different feeling and say, well, I think I want to work with this person because immediately, I don't know, had trust with them or, right. or whatever it is. And I, I think too, um, you know, getting an understanding of how the bank handles um, things when things are good and when things aren't so good. So, um, because a lot of banks, you know, banks all handle things differently when things take a downturn. So that's a really important aspect to investigate when talking to a bank. Another thing that I would imagine is important as part of that consideration process, and, and we had mentioned it way back at the, at the beginning of our discussion, is kind of the synergies or, or the relationship between, you know, the, the relationship manager, the lender, and those back office support credit team members who are really advancing the uh, businesses. Uh, a big deal, as Nicole said, in the life of uh, that individual and their company, advancing it through the process. Um, can either of you kind of touch on what that relationship between credit and lender or credit and back office here is at Penn Community Bank? Like Ellen had said before, we have, we're very, very lucky here that we have a very collaborative culture between credit, relationship managers, and our back office. And I think that comes from, we have a mutual trust and respect for one another, but it also, it's very important that we all know and understand what each job entails. We all have a common goal and our common goal here at the bank is to book commercial loans. That's the main goal within our groups. And how are we all going to do that successfully, um, you know, together? We are in constant communication with each department. So if, you know, a, a times our credit department, they're coming out and meeting the clients, um, you know, along with myself or, or with Ellen. Um, so that sort of can speed up the process in, in some ways. But with our back office, again, we as, as relationship managers understand that 
our back office support needs a certain amount of time in order to produce the loan documents or or um, you know the other things that they that they need to do. So I think it's just being in constant communication with one another and really just having a mutual trust, respect for each other that we all have a common goal, we all want to get loans booked, and we have to uh, you know trust the process, so to speak, that it will get done. And and we're also a very you know. We're a smaller organization. Um, we know each other, mm-hmm. so we know the heads of departments. We know, you know, we know who we need to call to get things done and to get answers and um, to get our customer to the right person for whatever solution we may be seeking. Which is that is a really, huge benefit. It's, it's a, a huge, huge benefit. Be- yeah. Yes, absolutely. To to dealing with a, a smaller bank like Penn Community Bank, is we can. We can get stuff done. I can walk down the hall uh, and and talk to you know the head of our operations uh, and and resolve an issue. Yeah. So obviously that's a that's a differentiator, right? But between as you're saying a, a pen community bank uh, sized organization and maybe a larger competitor. Um, but I know there's a lot of other things happening uh, in the commercial lending landscape these days that might also impact some of the decisions or, or options even available to uh, businesses out there looking for, for financing. Um, Ellen, can you just kind of give us from a high level kind of what you're seeing? What are other institutions doing? Is there a glut of opportunities or yeah. is kind of drying I up mean, a little bit? Banks have definitely pulled back with this uh, environment of rising interest rates. Um, and I'm seeing, um, I'm, I'm seeing customers, borrowers, um, really thinking twice be- before you know borrowing a significant amount of money, and they're paying their loans down. So, um, you know, you're seeing because the, the cost of interest, the carrying cost right now is so much higher than it was even a year ago. Um, I would say at Penn Community, our our lending appetite really has not changed. Um, we're looking at loans. Um, the opportunities might be, well, are a little bit uh, more challenging to find. Um, but we're talking to folks and we're looking at loan requests. Um, and we're, we're really sticking to our long-term vision of developing relationships and relationships that, that stay. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, maybe our, maybe some of our standards are a little bit um different in the real estate arena um just because of what's happening in the real estate arena um you know but as far as c and i i mean we're looking for relationships that's uh it's certainly good news for for those businesses that are still out there and looking to uh to compete and grow and thrive and certainly that's what the, the bank's here for now, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide it. This is my favorite question here because I've gotten to work with uh, both Ellen and Nicole in highlighting some of their customer success stories as part of our last year's impact report, and they were just tremendous to hear more about uh, you know putting into action this relationship mindset and, and how that uh, how that really impacts communities and individuals. So I'm excited about this, but. Um, We'll, we'll begin with Nicole. Can you share a success story of a business or an individual that you teamed up with for a commercial loan or for an advisory kind of a partnership that, that yielded a, a, a really positive impact that, uh, that might be relatable for someone out there taking a listen? 
So this was, you know, to, to think of one, um, one deal. I mean, I, I look at all my deals as success stories. Uh, we are, again, we're, you know, at, at closings, it's my, it's my thing when I'm able to give a business the money that they need in order to get what they need. Uh, that to me is the most rewarding part of this job. But one of the deals that sort of, uh, you know, popped, that pops into my mind is a transaction that, um, it was an SBA loan and it was a deal that started about two years ago. So this is a, a local Bucks County company has been in the community for a number of years, very, very well-established company, great reputation. And it was time for the, the owner to say goodbye. And it was a great situation where an employee of that business had the opportunity to buy the company. So like I said, this process started over two years ago. It took a really long time as these types of transactions can take when you have a buyer and a seller of a very large company. But I was able to be with my client throughout the entire process. I was able to introduce them to people that could help them. I worked very, very closely with the buyers, my client. I worked very closely with the buyer's attorney, their accountant. You know, the three of us were an integral part of really making this deal work. Um, we just closed that deal um, in the summer, which was really exciting, really fun to do. And now the, the seller of that business, uh, can retire and enjoy his life. And my client, uh, you know, is now a business owner and doing what he loves, uh, and really can kind of take the business to the next level. We added an SBA loan, uh, to him, which enabled him to buy the company. It was a great deal. Um, I love doing stuff like that. Ellen. Okay. Um, yes. So recently uh, we provided financing um, for one of my customers. Um, <clears throat> they were buying an in-market competitor um, and needed a term loan. They put down a portion. They wanted to borrow the, the remainder of it uh, to make the acquisition. Um, and along with that, they also requested um, an increase in their line of credit um, so that they had enough availability you know, to accommodate the growth with this new company. Um, the customer um, has, a, has a long, good financial performance history. Um, they do operate in an industry that has narrow margins. So um, something we had to pay particular attention to. Um, and at the time they also had um, kind of a buildup in inventory um, that had some slow turnover. Um, so, and I point that out because there were some factors um, we needed to really get under and understand. Um, but, it, you know, it's a long-term relationship for the bank. We understand their business well. Um, in the end, we were able to get them what they need with an appropriate structure. So. I see it as a huge success story, um, you know, for them being able to buy a competitor. Um, and and it, they are also a little bit of a capital intensive business. So we constantly have equipment loans um, going out to them and, and paying off as well as their uh, working capital line of credit. So it, it, uh, 
definitely felt good to be able to help them grow in that way. Certainly two, two success stories that uh, are rooted in, in relationships. It sounds like, you know, one, like, mm. like Nicole said, a two year long process that, that needed a lot of uh, uh, partnership. And, and Ellen, as you just mentioned, uh, a, a lot of variables in there that might for other institutions, uh, you know, scare them away. And we're able to make it work on a continuing basis. So the, the power of relationships uh, cuts through uh, again. Um, I, I'm really grateful that both of you took some time to uh, to talk about our uh, commercial banking, commercial lending opportunities. Ellen Dodell and Nicole Boyden, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, everybody. Thank I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Mutual Growth, a podcast by Penn Community Bank. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. And as always, keep up with the latest from Penn Community Bank by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For more information about this podcast, links to past episodes, or to learn more about community-first banking, just visit pencommunitybank.com slash podcast. Mutual Growth is the official podcast of Penn Community Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It is produced for the benefit of current and prospective customers and partner organizations. This program is provided solely for educational and entertaining purposes. The information contained herein is based on sources believed to be reliable, but is not represented to be complete and its accuracy is not guaranteed. The opinions, views, and estimates expressed are those of the presenters at the date of production and are subject to change without notice. Please email marketing at pencommunitybank.com regarding booking or repurposing any part of this podcast.